Hi, welcome to Overlanding from Home. My name is Anton. I'm an avid overlander, lover of nature, and humanitarian by heart. The past while, I've always been interested in the outdoors, and I want to hear about other people's experiences and their rigs. Yes, the big rigs, the small rigs, everything they've done to design them and how they plan it. I hope you enjoy listening. Let's find out who today's guest is. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, thanks again for signing in. Um, today, I've got a, another very interesting uh, Middle Eastern country and a, and a wonderful guy. Um, I really hope that uh, that you enjoy listening to uh, what we're chatting about, and I think um, it'll be great to understand some of their scenarios and and uh, and things that they deal with, coupled with the build and and what he's currently building. So. Um, my dear, uh, thank you very much for, for catching up with me on this podcast. Uh, thank you very much for, uh, for uh, you know, approaching me and uh, taking me on board. No, it's perfectly fine. I think you have a, a, a fascinating area and, and, and it has uh, extreme challenges. I mean, obviously at night in winter, it gets like super cold and during the day uh, in summer, it gets the complete opposite. So I have a few questions about tires and stuff like that, but I wanted to just chat with you quickly first about you're, you're busy building uh, your ri- another rig at the moment, that's correct? Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm building a Tacoma pickup. It's an American imported uh, vehicle, yes. uh, mid-range uh, pickup. And, um, and did you – I just want to have a look quickly. Uh, firstly, uh, it looks like you've got – yeah, you do have Yokohamas on. Did you select those? And, and, and what size tires are there? Because obviously you – You'll deal a lot with uh, gravel and super soft sand. Yeah, those uh, I, I have chosen. I have chosen them uh, myself, and uh, I had some um, good experience with those in my previous rigs. So uh, what happened is uh, for this one particularly, I got the smaller size. I normally go for three one five or thirty five uh, tires, but for this yes. one, uh, I wanted to keep it a bit, uh, you know, for the fuel consumption and. Uh, not uh, as aggressive as the previous one. I went for the 285-7017 Yokohamas. They're really good in sand. Uh, they're all trained, but uh, very good uh, on sand uh, when you deflate them and uh, very good traction uh, on the mountain. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a big tire. Um, and uh, all terrain in the sand and dunes is, is not a bad idea, I think. But, uh, you know, I do think size counts in this example. So, you know, having, having a bigger tire in the dunes is going to make a huge difference. But then you also need the power that goes with that. And I think that, you know, that is something that I think the, the Tacoma has. What's the engine in that thing? Uh, it is the new Toyota engine, uh, uh, 3,500. Uh, it used to be, it's a Gen 3, Generation 3. And uh, it used to be in Generation 2 as 4,000 uh, CCs. Uh, but currently they are running 3.5, uh, 3,500 cc's with uh, much uh, bigger uh, uh, horsepowers and torque. Okay, okay, that's pretty decent. I mean, it's I, it, it, a three and a half liter is pretty nice. And I must admit, I, I I think the Tacoma looks really, really cool. I love your color, by the way, with the red rims and your red Max tracks and the. Um, I don't know much about it. I know that it was becoming popular in the U.S. for overlanding. I don't know how versatile it is. I mean, I'm sure you would have bought this thing for a specific reason. And and, and did you import this specifically for you, or is there a dealership for this in, in the country? Uh, in the Middle East, we don't get those American 
Toyotas like the Tundra, the V8, and the Tacoma. Okay. Uh, we, uh, we we normally get the Hilux and uh, you know uh, and the Land Cruisers. Yes. Uh, but this one particularly, I have chosen it from the uh, you know from the auctions, and uh, I bought I imported myself from there. Very nice. I love that grill. Dude. That grill just looks so gnarly and angry. It just wants to like swallow everything in its parts. So <laughs> I hope you keep the grill at least. Yeah, it is. It is. It is not the original grill. It is a Raptor style grill. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I I like to put my own touches. Uh, you know, a, a bit different than the others. Yes. Uh, when modifying when modifying the cars, uh, this car, this this pickup in particular. Um, it's like a Jeep that you can, you know, play with and you have different uh, kind of accessories that you can build in yourself. Yes, yes, yes. So so talking about building yourself, I mean, obviously it came as a inverted commas shell um, and you're going to build it the way you want. So so are you the type of guy that's going to build this yourself or will you just get it all uh, fabricated and put it all together according to what you want? I mean, I, uh, for example, are you putting a rooftop tent on the back of the uh, – or a canopy or are you going to use a trailer – What's your, you know, what do you, where are you seeing this build go? Uh, actually, uh, for 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 the for the accessories of this kind of car here in, uh, in the Middle East, it's a bit very, you know, uh, we, we don't get it much. So uh, I went for the uh, for building a canopy for uh, you know fabricating yes. one, which is an alloy one. Uh, I like the idea the idea of a canopy. So you, you have it as a storage area. You have it as a, you know a sleeping area. You can do everything inside. Um, I didn't want to go for the trailer again, uh, taking uh, the hassle of the parking and just pulling out uh, a different uh, another vehicle in your back. Uh, this thing uh, will really uh, you know add value to me. Uh, I have uh, you know. Uh, I have chosen each and everything myself, and I built it here in a workshop. Uh, I'm, uh, it will be having on top of it a uh, front runner uh, rooftop yes, tent. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I have chosen a front runner because of the weight. I was really, uh, speci- uh, you know, very specific on uh, on weight uh, because of the fuel prices uh, and uh, you know uh, the car capability at the end. But you're you're in a country that supplies fuel. Is it is it uh, expensive there? Uh, currently, comparing it to different countries, it's not expensive. But uh, if, if, uh, I was plan- I'm pl- I'm planning to do the overlanding outside Oman. Okay. So uh, for us here, currently at this oil price uh, crisis, we are selling the liter of uh, uh, the 95 at. Uh, uh, maybe it's at just uh, how many how many dollars? So we're talking about less than a dollar a liter. So uh, that that's a decent price. But if you go to Europe uh, or to Africa, you're talking about uh, you know four euros, one point two euros or that's right of a liter. That's right. So that's, that's right. That's a, a very very big more time the price that we have. It's, it's very ironic that in our country fuel is very expensive. Our government many years a few years ago. Uh, sold off our, our oil reserves to uh, pay off debt and uh, our fuel price has gone through the roof and uh, it's a it's a huge challenge and uh, and now that we can't go anywhere the fuel price has dropped by uh, by a lot so it's a bit it's quite frustrating for us so so listen I'm I'm just browsing through your channel here I mean obviously you spend a lot of time in uh, um, 
in Oman for work and, and where you live. So do you do you gear more around the dunes and off-road? I mean, how much is there of uh, Oasis and things like that are, are available or, you know, that you can go to? But I think, let me let me ask this first. Are you more of a weekend get out and go or do you say, right, you know, uh, once a quarter, we'll, we're going to hit the, you know, we're going to hit the dirt road for like three weeks, you know, and then go completely off the grid. Uh, no, currently I'm, I'm doing the, you know, at the weekend, you know, the holidays, public holidays and stuff. Uh, but my next step is uh, having those kind of trips. So one week out, uh, let's say two weeks or three weeks out around the country or outside. Yes. So I used to do, I used to do weekends, uh, with the guys going to the dunes or going to the oasis or the beach. So, uh, if you, if you want me, I can elaborate the, the, the nature of terrains that we have yes, here in yes, Oman. Yes, please. Uh, so Oman is a bit different than the other Gulf countries. We have around uh, more than, uh, you know, uh, more than uh, 3,200 kilometers of uh, coast, coastal line. Yes. And it is uh, it's differentiated between uh, sand beaches and uh, cliffs. Uh, also, we have uh, a part of the empty quarter. Uh, you know, the uh, the eastern part of the, of the, of the, uh, Empty quarters here in Oman. Uh, we have also the other terrain, which is the mountains. We have the, the highest uh, mountain in the Middle East. And uh, we have different seasons here in Oman. So if we say in the, in the north of Oman, we, it's currently summer. But in the south of Oman, uh, the monsoon is, uh, you know, the monsoon in the, in the Indian Ocean is affecting that part of Oman. So it turns to be green. Okay. It's more greenish, and the, uh, the the weather goes uh, less than thirty degrees, and everybody is just uh, you know relocating at that time of the of the year. Okay. So uh, they call it, they call it Harif. So we have different uh, different terrains here: mountain, uh, sand, beaches, and uh, you know, kind of uh, of uh, you know what they call it forest. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's pretty cool, eh? And I, I, you know, what what. What got you to get out into into the wildness? You know, was it a was it because you had family and and uh, you know you didn't want them to spend all their life on technology, or uh, did you grow up in a I, I don't know what to call it. A, um, what's that word? There's a um, I forget the name of a, um, of people that live out in uh, in the dunes. Um, uh, the the, the, the Bedouins, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, actually, uh, I inherited this from my dad. My dad, uh, my dad, he 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 uh, he's the one who motivated us to do this. Uh, he used to take us since we were kids. Uh, he used to be, to own a petrol, and he was taking us in different areas uh, since we were kids, and uh, you know, taking the full family in the car and going to spend the weekend somewhere. Uh, and that you know that thing started on me when uh, you know I was really patient to get the car when time to get a license and the first car for me was a, a jeep Cherokee. Uh, and uh, since day one with the green with the you know inspection plates i i just went to the mountains and started exploring uh since that day uh, i didn't stop uh, going out so it is all back coming to my to my dad uh, he, he used to to go out and uh, he made also trips uh from uh, from england to to oman Twice he bought uh, he bought two cars from there driving, 
and uh, back in the 70s. Yes. Uh, so uh, uh, he, he came with a Volvo from, from England to Muscat, and that was just crossing the, the European continent and uh, the Persian continent. So uh, Iran, and he passed all the way from England, uh, Europe, and Iran to Muscat twice. Uh, from there, I wanted just to, to, to take his path, and uh, he was really encouraging me. That's wonderful. I mean, uh, I think we all take a lot from our parents. And I grew up in the mountains in, in, the, in the area called the Drakensberg in South Africa. And it's incredible. I mean, if you just type in Drakensberg into, uh, into Google or even uh, uh, in Instagram, it's huge. It's massive. I mean, uh, the mountains are, are incredibly high and it's really, really worthwhile uh, coming to visit if you ever come this way. But, you know, I think you know, what are the challenges for you with a Armenian passport to 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 cross borders, doing things? I mean, do you do you have to come off the dunes, for example, if you're going into a bordering country? I'm pretty sure they don't have fences over everything around uh, the borders. Uh, I, I don't know how it works. Uh, no, here it is all open. We don't have that. We have uh, it's all open. It's not like uh, what you have the fences and stuff. For us, no, it is uh, one. Uh, all open for you. It's you and your uh, your ability to go and come back safely. Except we have one area which is uh, it's called uh, Jabal Al Akhbar, which is one of the highest mountains that we have. There's a checkpoint yes. uh, where they just check for your driving license, and you should have four wheel driving in order to go up. So they don't uh, they don't uh, allow small cars to go, uh, even if it is a black top. But it's a bit the inclination is really high. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that'll be pretty cool. So, so talking about height, I mean, I, I want to just chat about uh, navigation. What do you what do you use when you climb into your vehicle? I see that you have a Garmin. I think most people do. But um, are you stuck on your Garmin? What do you generally use when you get in your vehicle and you're going and you and you're heading out? Uh, I currently use the Garmin, which is I, I use the Montero, okay. and I use the, the I have now the new the Overlander, uh, so the Overland Garmin. But still, I couldn't I, I don't have I didn't have the time to test it, and I use I use also those applications in the uh, what is it called uh, the Gear Gear Navigation Systems okay. uh, software, which is in the, uh, it's available in the Android and and the Apple. Yes, uh, they're really good. They show you the you know the uh, different type of uh, of maps, the topo maps, and the uh, different heights. Uh, I use those those two things the main main main. Interesting, yeah. You know, I've just uh, I was looking at the Overland uh, myself, and I thought, well, it's it's the right thing, and you can do all sorts with it. But it actually didn't end up being exactly what I was looking for because I, I'm. I'm I'm an Apple guy, firstly, but this is not because I'm an Apple guy. I think mostly it's because it's a locked uh, it's a locked Garmin device. It's an Android device, which is fine, but it's a locked device. So it's only the details that uh, it, it's only the apps that they give you, and I'm not such a big fan of that. You know, um, I've just I, I want to, like I, want, to be free, right? I want flexibility. So I've actually got. Now, I went for an iPad Mini Pro, the iPad Mini, mm -hmm. and I can put pretty much any app I want on there. And we have some really good local maps. Uh, the one company is called uh, Tracks for Africa, and um, they've got an online store which you can put the apps on. I can use Google Maps, maps.me, 
um, I use about three or four because I, I didn't really trust maps because, you know, you only need to get it wrong once and you end up late and your wife's, you know, screaming at you because the children are hungry and crying. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Uh, that's the thing. That's why I'm using both of them uh, because you have to be. Ac Some of them will give you the wrong information at one point, yes. so uh, you need to have the accurate stuff. You don't want to head uh, to head up east while you need to go to uh, to southeast. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, again, you only need to get it wrong once, and it's like an instant uh, divorce papers. Yeah, Maps me is very good. Sorry. Maps me, maps me is very good. Yeah, maps. Maps uh, are good. I also use another one called Map Out, which for tracking myself for where I'm going, which is also pretty good. Um, and you can download the areas. Um, but I think, uh, I, you know, I, uh, the, sorry, the other thing that I got was uh, a Garmin Inreach Mini, which is a little tracking device. And what's nice about it is that you can connect it to the device, like any phone or any iPad, and it 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 tracks where you're going, but you can also send text messages from that. That's a paid service. But if you're in the middle of nowhere and you want to say to your wife, listen, I'm here, everything's cool, um, or your partner, uh, you can send a text message um, and that then goes to them via satellite, which is which is pretty awesome. You know, I, I, I like that type of flexibility and it's, it's not very expensive. I give it maybe uh, per month on the with, – without a subscription, you're looking at about – uh, maybe forty dollars at the moment a month, which is which is which is decent enough, you know, just to track yourself and 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 make sure that you're doing all the right stuff. Actually, I was looking for that one over here in the Middle East, and uh, the you know the telecom authority they they stopped issuing those kind of stuff. I don't know why. Uh, just just two months back, uh, I was looking for it, and I I can bring it from the US, but the thing that. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna walk over here, yeah. so that's the risk. Uh, the risk, uh, the risk with it. But I think since it's working with the with the satellites directly, it should work. So maybe I'll take that one step of a risk and uh, get it. Again, it's not that expensive and it's really small and nice, and very good for tracking and gives the live location where you are for for your partner or wife uh, at a certain time. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So. Um, uh, what else is there that I'm really keen to know about? I mean, obviously, I've seen you, that you had a Jeep. You've now got this uh, Toyota. Um, your nav system, you've told me the tires are pretty interesting. I, I don't know anyone that's driving uh, those, that's using those tires, but they, they look pretty gnarly, I must admit. They look pretty awesome. Um, Actually, they're, they're becoming popular over here. Uh, the reason is um, BF is, the, is a very good one. Yes. No doubt of that. Uh, you have different kind of stuff, uh, Mickey Thompson's and the others. They are really good. The thing with this that you need a bit lighter weight one. So these are really light. I think they are eight plate. Uh, we have it. We have the dealership over here, and they have very good warranty on those. Yeah. Uh, when you defect the tires, so mostly of us, of most of the orders over here, they go to the stands, and uh, they need a tire that when you deflate it, it spreads. Yeah. Uh, because of the soft uh, soft walls that it has, so it spreads really eventually, uh, really uh, you know, uh, in a nice way, which gives you more grips in the sand. So that 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 is one of the best so far over here. Okay, okay, that's that's pretty cool. So um, oh, where is it? Hang on, I've just gone shut out of it. Uh, so so does your does your family go go with you? I mean, you 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 married and and do you have kids? 
Yeah, I have a seven-year-old daughter, and uh, she likes going out, but you know that type of uh, of going out and coming back on the same day. Oh, right. So she doesn't <laughs> she like likes, the, uh, the yeah. camping on the outside type vibe. No, no, that's the thing. But with the new, with the new rig, I think uh, they're gonna do it. Uh, you know, it will be just uh, something convenient for them. Uh, uh, occupied with a heater, water heater, and uh, and everything else. <laughs> sure, you know, with all 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 the extra gadgets. I mean, uh, I, I, do you do you prefer going out in summer or in or in winter? Because obviously. Kitting out in winter would be very different to summer. And I, just to tell um, all my listeners, I've I've been chatting with um, uh, with Mandira offline, uh, off this uh, uh, obviously. And um, you have a Red Arc system in your vehicle, which is amazing. That thing is uh, superb. Um, and you're running it's, it's two 100 amp hour batteries, right? Yeah, two two Optimus are running over there uh, with the Red Arc one two two five D. Uh, it's a good, very good system. Uh, it is, um, you know, it, it, it acts uh, as a two, two, two in one. So it has the solar, the power management, and the alternator things. Uh, so it, it's a very good one. It's a, it's a great. I mean, uh, Redox amazing. We don't have it in South Africa uh, for a few reasons. Um, I think getting it here would just cost way too much money. Um, and and it is a really good machine. So I, I, I think it's a, if you can get it. Uh, go for it, but I did have a look at the pricing, and it was it was uh, quite hectic for us. So uh, I, I, I'm not going to look at it again; it'll just upset me. Oh, yeah. But you, what what fridge that's, are you running, uh, Mandir? Uh, currently, uh, I, I got a new. I used to have the ARB, the 47 liters, yes. uh, but I wanted the new one, which is a dual zone, and I went for the Snowmaster. Okay. Uh, uh, I wanted to have the new ARB Zero, uh, the dual zone, dual zone one. They're coming it. Uh, they they already introducing it to the market. Okay. Uh, but they but they told me it will not reach here till June, and they had uh, before Corona. I I had to start my trip back in March. Okay. But because of the COVID nineteen, I I had to postpone it. So I had to buy a fridge before that. Yeah. So I went for the for the for the for the uh, Snowmaster. The reviews is very good. The power consumption is is great, and uh, the fast uh, it is one of the fastest that can go below zero uh, in a really short time. Sure, sure. I mean, are you? Um, uh, do you know what it draws power wise? I think five amps. So five amps is very high. I must admit. I, I must tell you that uh, I had a. Five? I had a. I'm not sure. Really. Yeah. I'm not sure, really. Maybe five amps at the, at the beginning, and then when it goes down, it goes down to three or I don't know when. Because I saw a comparison with those. Uh, somebody did a, a, a video just explaining both, which is the uh, the Wico and the uh, ARBs and the uh, Snowmaster and the, the Angel. Yes. And, and the uh, Snowmaster was the best among all. I'm, I'm not really sure how much uh, power does it draw. Snowmaster are drain, good. So. I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking them. From my experience, I didn't have a very good experience with them. But also, I heard the story that the guy from the guy that was working for National Luna started his own partnership with some Chinese firm, and uh, I did a started doing his own fridges, 
and called it Snowmaster against, uh, obviously up against uh, National Luna. I personally have a have an Engel, and I have the Engel dual fridge freezer, the combo, and I completely love that thing. My my Snowmaster, I bought the dual, uh, forty liter, and it was drawing five point seven amps, which is massive, and it, 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 in fact, it completely crashed my battery three times. And uh, I I said to them, guys, something's not right here. You know, there's, there's a there's a problem here. No, no, no. Let me have a look. It's normal. I'm like, guys, something's not right here. Anyway, they I sent them a video, and the Oak phoned me within 20 minutes. It's like, no, no, no. We're going to replace it with the newer the newer version too. So I said, well, that's fine. But you know, if it crashes my battery, what do we do? I said, and and 5.7 amps is crazy. You know, and it was running all night, which is why it, it killed the battery. Even even when it reached the temperature, it was still running. So um anyway listen i'm not giving you a bad story about your fridge i'm giving you my experience <laughs> it's, still, it's still new in the box so i didn't install it yet so, so i ended up uh um uh they replaced it and i said if it crashes my battery i'm charging you for a new battery no 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 don't worry anyway it was drawing 4.7 amps so one amp less and i said guys this is way too high you can't go 4.7 amps no, you know, what setting do you have? I said, listen, there's no remote. There's no setting. You turn it on, you set the temperature, that's it. What do you want me to do? And mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, long story short, they ended up giving me my money back. And I went and bought an Engel 40 liter. And the Engel draws 2.7 amps. That's it. So from 5.7 to 4.7, and I draws 2.7. And uh, I I've, I've, I've completely love Engel. I mean, I have I have mates in the Land Rover industry in, in South Africa that that completely swear by Snowmaster. They reckon it's the best thing that they've ever had since sliced bread. And it clearly works for them. But, you know, drawing 4.7 amps for me is is completely, uh, completely crazy. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how you uh, how you run it. It'll, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be quite keen to touch base on it. Yeah, let me let me install it and we'll come back to you with the feedback. Uh, also, because here in the market itself, uh, we as uh, as a region, we just uh, the overlanding thing has just started uh, growing up. So uh, it's the same as the bikes or so the adventure bikes. Yes, it started to grow again here in the in the, in the region. So these kind of stuff, fridges, and uh, you know, they're really there's a really niche market for it. So we can see only two or three suppliers. The, the new the week the, the domestic now uh, domestic Domestics, the yeah. domestics and yeah the domestics ARBs and the snowmaster even not here in the country but uh, I had to bring it back from from uh, from the US okay. uh, but they they providing very good warranty on those so uh, that's one of the things that let me buy it. and the metal case at that that's that's pretty good I mean are you going to use a slider or are you going to fix it into your vehicle no uh, I have a slider. Uh, on that so so what is your best or your most loved or going to be your most loved item on your vehicle on your modifications which is the one that you're going to adore uh, currently uh, you know uh, uh, what i'm thinking of is to enjoy my rooftop tent i really miss the rooftop yeah. tent and uh, i used to have a rooftop tent in my patch road uh, you know, going to the dunes, going to the beach, just open the the, the tent and sleep uh, comfortably yes. uh, for more hours because of the blackout, uh, the blackout, you know, uh, yes. canvas. Uh, 
uh, I'm, I missed that thing. So I'm just waiting for the rig to, to be ready and, uh, and try my 10th trade. That's exciting. I must admit, I mean, when I, when I first, uh, um, opened up my, uh, eye camper, um, the excite, I don't know who was more excited. It was, uh, it was my daughter or myself and she's six. So she, she completely adores overlanding. She goes completely mad. If I'm packing the vehicle, she's sitting in there an hour before we're supposed to leave, you know, tapping her fingers going, daddy, are we ready yet? Can we go now? You know? So, um, I'm on a, I've, I've got a daughter that goes com- completely mad when she can about getting out in, into the bush, which, which I love, you know, and, uh, it just really makes it easier for me to go out there. Having her is, is pretty awesome. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she comes out as an explorer like you. And open oh, you know, I do, uh, we were supposed to do a trip, um, uh, for my humanitarian work and, uh, in Botswana, um, about a month ago. And I obviously had to postpone it because of the drama going on at the moment. And, uh, uh, she was completely gutted, you know, I, I don't know if it was her or I, we were just like absolutely um, floored by the fact that we couldn't go out and help these, help these kids, but go into the bush and look at the elephants and hopefully see leopard and not stand on a snake and all sorts of, all sorts of other drama. Talking about animals, I mean, what do you, do you, do you get to see any? I mean, is, I know falconry in the Middle East is, is huge. Is that something that you're involved in or, or, you know, do you, do you have uh, uh, sand snakes and all that type of uh, stuff there? Uh, we have snakes, we have scorpions, we have all of those kinds. But uh, mostly you can see the normal uh, uh, animals like camels uh, in the yes. wild. Uh, camels. Uh, of course, now it's, uh, it is summer, uh, it's a lot of snakes out uh, in, the, in the desert and mountains. Uh, reptiles, uh, deadly scorpions, and uh, also what else? we have some uh, leopards. Oh, really? Uh, Arabian. Yes, we have some Arabian leopards over here in the south of Oman. Wow. Uh, gazelles. Yeah, uh, gazelles, and we have uh, what is called uh, uh, oryxes. Uh, we have those kind of stuff. That's amazing. I'm actually Googling Arabian leopard right now. That's awesome. I love leopard. I mean, I love elephant. I love all the animals. I don't really care. Um, but I'm, I, I love leopards. I think they are, you know, I just want to cuddle them all the time, which obviously I can't, but I think they're, uh, I think they're amazing. And, uh, I've, I've, out of all my time in the bush, I've only seen one leopard in a tree, in a, in a, a sanctuary in Northern Nairobi, uh, in Kenya. And I was, very upset about it. Um, I didn't get to see it properly, but also I didn't get to see, uh, um, you know, having it in a, in a, in a cage is a, is a big problem for me. I don't, I don't really oh. like that at all, but, uh, I'm, I'm stoked to see that. It's nice that you can get dragged out of your, uh, rooftop tent by a leopard. I mean, that's awesome. You don't get to tell that story very often. <laughs> yeah. You can't see it. You know, you have to go and look for it. Or you have, uh, you can't see it more. They're not yes. popular, so they're really going uh, less in numbers nowadays. But uh, there's recent videos of it, and they really look nice. It's amazing. I see. There's a uh, ArabianLeopard.org. Uh, obviously, you know, in, in uh, protection of them, it's got a map here too, which is, which is great. I, I think it's fantastic. I, I think if there's ever a a project to get behind or something like that, you know, this type of thing is huge. I mean, it's, 
I had no idea. That, this is exciting for me. I had no idea there was leopard there. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we have we have leopards. We have uh, you know dolphins. We have turtles, and some kinds of uh, whales over here. Sharks, of course. Ah, uh, sharks don't <laughs> exist in the so, sea. Yeah. I, uh, I was a rescue swimmer for 15 <laughs> years, and uh, being in Cape Town, the Great White is obviously a huge thing, and I. Every time someone says, oh, but sharks, I'm yeah. like, no, there's, there's no sharks in the sea. They don't exist. And that's, uh, just move on. That conversation <laughs> doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, ha- we have, uh, you know, uh, one of the most popular nests for the, uh, for the turtles really? here. Uh, we, uh, yeah, they're coming all the time. You can see the big turtles laying eggs, and you can see the small ones uh, just breaking from the eggs. A uh, very nice, uh, very nice. Oh, area. that's wonderful. I mean, are you is 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 that a a closed off area d- um, during the season, or are you allowed to go and um, and watch uh, as they're hatching and, and laying eggs, for example? Uh, uh, we do go and watch. Uh, it's more, uh, most probably it's happening on the uh, on the full yes, moon yes. thing. Uh, once uh, it was really a really funny story. Once uh, we had me and my cousins were going in a a small group let's say four or yeah. five cars and then we 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 uh, we camped in a private beach just a small beach in between of the two two mountains and you know at a campfire on this and suddenly we we hear sound in the in the uh, in one of the tents and we went to see and it was a big turtle coming in and wants to lay, lay eggs inside lovely did you let it i would have we had to take it out of you there, know, you know. I, I, I say <laughs> yeah. this at, at, on on every podcast, and uh, I think you're like uh, number eleven or twelve. But no good story ever started off when you went to the kitchen to boil the kettle for a cup of tea. You know, it, it's the story. Like, yeah, you were sitting in your tent or or, or sitting around a campfire, um, and this <laughs> thing just like waffled straight past you. Uh, one or two lay eggs. I mean, that's a fantastic story. I mean, I, I, that's, that's brilliant. I love it. Completely love it. At the end, you're going to the wild just to enjoy yourself and, you know, to to uh, relax. For me, it's a bit of a relaxation. Yes. Going, drain, drain the negative, uh, you know, uh, the negative thing that you have that drains directly. Come back uh, home with a free, free mind, uh, cool down, you know, it's just refreshing yourself, just clicking the right button of the mouse and click refresh. That's, that's me when going to the water. I completely agree, completely agree. So, I mean, uh, I've, I'm, I must admit, I have never, ever had coffee, but I know that uh, coffee in the Middle East is a big, big deal. So do you have a, a special 12-volt camping coffee machine or do you use a plunger or uh, do a manual uh, on-the-fire vibe? I mean, what's, uh, how, do you, how do you make it run? Uh, actually, it's, uh, it's a traditional way. Just a pot, uh, coffee, and water. That's all. I'm not going to that yeah. fancy stuff. But uh, you know, with the with the with the red arc thing coming in and on board, uh, I think I'm gonna buy a coffee maker. Yeah. Well, you know, if you got 200 amps, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to cope. I was I was uh, uh, involved in a little project in Cape Town uh, in one of the installers where they were doing this and. Um, uh, they only wanted a one o a one o five amp hour battery that was a semi deep cycle, and this is what some people don't know is that you get a you get a deep cycle, um, and then you get a semi deep cycle. So there's a very different semi only goes to fifty percent capacity, 
and the the deep cycle mm-hmm. obviously you can drop from 80 to 100 percent you know um on power and yep. they wanted this 12 volt uh this one battery to work um in the morning after uh the evening of the fridge and everything so its battery power was only at like maybe you know 60 70 percent and it was a semi-deep cycle battery and this thing just wasn't working and i said guys you 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 know you need to add power here you need to add another battery um or make one good big big battery and i mean i'm not a big usage on power i i, I have my down lights in my um in my uh, rooftop tent which you would have seen um i have mm. uh in my rooftop tent lights uh my fridge and that's really about it. But I'm even considering putting in another deep cycle battery into my Defender because uh, having two 200 amp hours, I can now also run a uh, um, a heated blanket in the middle of winter uh, in my rooftop tent, you know. And that draws about 3.7 amps with my uh, um, uh, inverter running. So yeah, you know, it's it's it's. I think having good power, well positioned, is a very important thing. Very important. Yeah, it's, it doesn't harm to have, uh, you know, uh, another battery, but you're just taking the weight, but it's not, at the end, it's an ex. you need to have as excess, but not correct. shortage. Correct, correct, that's exactly it, that's exactly it. So, so listen, I, I, I know it's also uh, coming towards the end of your day, I, I have one last question is, can you share with me your best and your worst moments while being on the tracks in the bush? I mean, uh, do you do you have any good and bad moments? I, I had a bad moment, really, which is uh, it's the only uh, the only bad thing happened to me. Uh, I had my Jeep running uh, on 35 tires, uh, you know, fully modified. The one in the in the page itself. Uh, we were going out in a trip of around uh, organized by nice. by Jeep, uh, and uh, you know there were around 100 cars in the dunes. Uh, it was a two night trip uh, yes. crossing the sand. It's around 180 kilometers in the sand. So uh, suddenly, my um, uh, just going up the dune, and I just uh, hear the a noise suddenly, and the car stopped uh, moving while the engine is running. So uh, we looked over. I thought it's a pop-up tire yes. or something like that, uh, and we discovered that the two shafts uh, are gone, uh, the front and the back, uh, with the pinions all are gone. So the car running free, and we were in the middle of the desert. Uh, that is one of the, you know, the, it is, it is really, uh, very, very, uh, you know, zero possibility for the two pinions to go and two shafts yes. to go at the same time. And, uh, we had to tow it out. We left it in the same place till second night. We took out everybody out of the desert and we had to come four cars back into the point with around uh, 60 or 70 kilometers into Yo. the dunes. And we had we had to tow it just to, you know just use the powerful cars tow it with a with a with a bungee jump with yes. bungee cable up the dunes down the dunes you know uh, because there's no power at all so it took us around uh, five hours Yo, to take it out that's quite gnarly yeah that's uh, uh, that's a big effort yeah then. it is we have four cars uh, are uh, at the point we had two cars trying to tow me really? at the same time. Uh, yeah, because we are going up the dunes, and you know, it is as a car weighing that much, and uh, two different jeeps trying to wow. take you out. So that was the worst, really. That was the worst experience I had. 
and it cost me much to repair it. And but luckily that Jeep, uh, you know, sponsored that uh, the the, yes. the fix and uh, also the insurance company. Yo, oh, gee, yeah. that sounds pretty hectic. <laughs> do you, in fact, um, before I say uh, goodbye, I mean, I, I obviously telling me that story. Do you, do you, uh, is it worthwhile using a winch there because of obviously because of the um, of the dunes, or do you prefer just using a um, a snatch strap? Uh, basically, it is both of them, uh, using both. Uh, I installed the winch in my car, and honestly speaking, I didn't use it for myself. <laughs> Taking out myself from... I've from heard being that stuck. a lot. Uh, uh, it is mostly, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is all, it's just helping the others at the end. Uh, in the dunes, uh, you know, there's small cups, small dunes itself. So there's no any... Um, if you're using a, uh, a rope, a rope or a bungee yeah. rope or something like that. There's no uh, space for you to go and just tow it. So you'll need a winch for that limited okay. space that you okay. have. Uh, so that that makes sense to have a winch over there. But sometimes you have a very big space to just uh, pulling him off with a rope will be much much easier and faster. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Listen. Um, Man, yo, this has been awesome, man. I'm so stoked about this leopard thing. I'm still looking at the website. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you very much for your time. I know that we've been trying a few times and it didn't work out. And I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that you, that you're involved in the overlanding side and that you care for nature and, and uh, that your family is interested in, in uh, slowly venturing out. And, and, and I'm, I'm really stoked. We will definitely be in touch. I, I just want to thank you again for the time and, and giving me some of your knowledge on your region. Uh, thank you very much. It was a pleasure for me joining you and uh, introducing me to the, to, the, to the folks you have. And uh, really, I'm, I'm looking forward to go on my overlanding trip to Europe. Uh, and we'll see where this drama will finish. Otherwise, we'll be having a plan B, which is setting it uh, right now. We maybe come to cut can, down again. You, you, you will not be disappointed at all, and we'd, we'd open you with, uh, we'd, 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 we'd receive you with open arms. Is, is what I'm trying to say. So, thank you, thanks. thank you very much. Because of the little, uh, you know, the, the small number of cases over there of COVID, and everything is open, so it is maybe it will be the chance for us to go, you know, to Kenya. Uh, Tanzania and then come down to, to Well South I can help Africa. you with all of that when you when you decide to make the trip. But until then, listen, we'll we'll keep in touch and good luck with finishing off the mods on your rig. Inshallah. Thank you. Thank you very much and Absolutely. uh see you go soon. well. Thanks a lot, eh? Bye bye. Bye bye.